podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Am I good? Welcome to the Movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number one thirty. Look at that! Another whole number. Um, I'm your host Tiggs, and with me, as always, Russ. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Alex. Mike, check. And Peter. Um, uh, Cruella. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Peter, you're, you're cutting in and out. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't right. hear the, the, the uh, setup to that bit. Yeah, you I know. Exa- that's, you you got to listen to the intro. You can't just skip past the first 30 seconds to get all the jokes in the movie, movie podcast. Um, all right, everybody, we are back. We are watching movies. We're in theaters sometimes. Um, yeah. there's actually a bunch of stuff out and it, it was a, all right, well, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's start. Are you guys ready? Yeah. What I was, I was just gonna say it's, 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 we're actually at a weird time in which I think there was like a blitz of stuff coming out and yeah. now we're actually in this like kind of slower time in which now all the bigger stuff and like the studios are like, okay, we're going to give everything two weeks, like buffer on each side. Which yeah. makes sense. I mean, yeah. like big release uh, last week. We got a huge release next week. Um, oh, I'm so excited. I can't oh, wait. Oh my god, yes. It took me a moment to realize what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, well, we don't want to spoil what we're going to be talking about the next time. Peter gonna... Rabbit 2! Oh, sorry, I could hold my excitement. Tiggs, are they going to honor the ticket that you bought uh, 14 months ago? I should look into that. Holy crap, I didn't think about that. Um... I did the same thing. I'm going to look into that. <laughs> Ooh, I hope so. Because if, if memory serves, I think we had plans to go see it before our May pig pile, yep. which never happened. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I got those tickets. Listen, uh, as an AMC stockholder, I feel like um, I should be able to make a decision here. Uh, I think if Real Heads bought a ticket last year, mm-hmm. um, they should get like there should be a special screening. That would be awesome. I would love an early screening of this. You can yeah. you can free popcorn as a stockholder now. Uh, yeah, and guess what? I also got the money. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh! Look at what is going. God, on. Hollywood, baby. Big time, Alex. Tr- just trading stocks on on, yeah, on Robinhood all day. I got four of them. Four, four AMC stocks. stocks. That is how, how much GameStop can you buy with four AMC stocks? Not a, not a single one. Not a single one. All right. That is what we got going on here. Let's start it off by talking about Cruella. You you really love to milk the mystery of what the first movie is I mean, we, there's it's five so things we're going to talk about. This is... uh, but but it's a mystery to us, too. Yeah, so it's like we're also on the edge of our To city. be fair, it's a mystery to me until I just start with like, uh, that's why it's slow is because I'm trying to well, pick one. You're building uh, a mystery. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I went into this movie with absolute bottom of the barrel expectations. Same. Um, uh, I, I, I didn't but I looked like a movie that 
would be annoying. <laughs> it, it, there are some very annoying things. It, it was one of those movies that, like I said, I went in with bottom of the barrel expectations. Yeah. I ended up enjoying it more than I expected to, but it is incredibly frustrating. I, I thought like it, it's it's definitely way too long, but I do think all of like the heisty bits are actually very fun. The three of them are very fun together, and the dog being dressed up like a rat is oh that. Wink, Wink the dog is the runaway star yes. of this movie. Oh. And I <laughs> are, are, are the dogs the baddies in this? Um, I, so, kind of. Sort of. Kind yeah. of in the trailer. Three of uh, them definitely are part of the baddies. Yeah. So here's my thing. So the, I, my problem with a lot of these movies is that, like, it's weird, again, wanting to root for someone that wants to... Uh, kill and you know all these hundred hundred puppies. Yeah. One hundred one, please. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't, don't, don't cut them in slack. Remember the number of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I was was I just like playing dumb? Like uh, I don't know. Uh, hundred. Yeah, really rooting for someone who's trying to kill all those aristocrat cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but like, does it actually do a good job of like making this person sympathetic, but also setting them up to be that but character? That's the, but that's the problem with these movies is they they're fine on I like at face value this is a totally fine movie. Yeah. But there's no there's still no world where I would ever believe that her, this character of Cruella becomes either the Glenn Close version of Cruella <laughs> or the animated version of Cruella. Yeah. Yeah. Those people are just fully, fully, fully bad. Yeah. This yeah. person is like naughty. Yeah. yeah okay. they, do, they do a pretty good job giving her both heroic motivations, but also showing that she's like in the process of, or if not somewhere further down the road, definitely capable of jumping way to the other side of that like sanity line. I think they, and I, it's almost like, I, I hate to say, to compare it to a movie that it was trying to market itself as, like a Joker like, mm -hmm. but it's like the same problem with that movie is, well, that's not the Joker. Right. Yeah. Well, no. By the time that movie's over, I'm like, okay, cool, he did whatever he did, but that's not the Joker. Yeah. And yes. this is the oh. same. It's like, okay, I understand that this is everyone yeah. <laughs> from the Disney movie, but that is not. While I believe that is Jasper and uh, Horace, that's not Cruella. Yeah, and it's making all these, like like Joker, it's making these connections that it's like, clearly has to do all of this work. It's just like no one asked for this effort to be put in. So even when you're successful, it's still oh. kind of annoying and a little boring for that. Like, so need to know, I didn't need to know all this shit. One also, it's very do. telegraphed. Like the twist is, I wouldn't even call it a twist because it was completely yeah obvious. yeah. So, so from the it, beginning, in the trailer, to me, it kind of looked like there was going for like almost like a devil wears Prada type thing, right? Like she's working for that. That is exactly yeah. what and, it is. An evil lady. Okay, and then I I do have to say I did like there. I mean, it's like a very watered down, but like I did kind of like the the punk aesthetic they kind of gave her. Like the visual the style is good. It's, uh, it's yes. much this better is, this than is Joker's. Get nominate, this will be nominated for and probably win a lot of the costume and yeah. design uh, awards. I think it, it, it looks beautiful, but I think one of the most jarring elements of this movie is 
how much money they spent on licensing uh, sorry, uh, you I of, liked uh, this soundtrack a whole lot. Oh it's, my God. it's too overbearing. It's it's yeah. like to me, it's too. I like all the songs, but I'm like, just get somebody to make a score for this. I, I agree with that, but the entire time I was listening to it, I was like, oh, I could put this on like a running playlist. See, I could put this on my exercise playlist. Did they, did they go like the opposite way of Wonder Woman 1984, where that had no music that was licensed? Basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, 45 it, licensed songs. Yeah, yeah. When Tick says. I like the soundtrack. The movie Corella would have had a song from the 80s called I'm a Big Fan of the Soundtrack Playing. Like, it's so on the nose. No. Yeah, it, that's sometimes true. it's only like one, like there's a scene in which she's trying to steal oh. Emma Watson's dogs and it just so right, happens yeah, that yeah. where the dogs are being stolen is like a is like a dog grooming place and the dogs are being washed. So the, the song Car Wash is playing. Yeah. Oh my god! It's a good song. I hate it. It's a good it, song. It's a good song. That is a good song. The songs are good, but after a while, you're like, some songs you're like, this is this is barely a connection, and it doesn't really fit, and it's so dumb. And then other songs you're like, I was just straining to listen to the exact line from the song that made them choose it. It's just, it was well, so obtrusive and I, just annoying. It it tried well, it's so the guy hard. that did I Tanya, right? Yeah. So yes. It, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's very yeah. much that style of just i'm gonna have it, cruella what talk to the camera and being like uh oh man if they were this, this i would thing. be super into it that would have been great yeah there is some voiceover but i can't remember does she, i don't think she ever breaks the fourth wall she doesn't break the fourth wall it, it's it starts okay. with the voiceover yeah, and then then it go to the end because it's her telling the story until you get to the end of the movie yeah gotcha. okay but this movie this movie had like is too long because it completely comes to a this hugely important moment and then at that point you're sitting there like it kind of feels like this movie's over after the fire mm, yeah 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 was done and then there was still totally. 45 minutes yes I, I agree with that um yeah that, that, I, that, that is a very unwelcome thing um and i think we will be talking about another movie soon that i think knows exactly when to end and it's just like we're done you can leave now and uh, loved it i thought you said you didn't see infinite oh ooh, is it all right oh all right no. I'm, kind I'm, of I'm looking at the soundtrack there's yep. every fucking song you've ever heard of yep it's, it's, it's crazy Christ. she's a she's a rainbow Great. boots um, are made from well, let's see if alex so at one point uh she is putting on a fashion show and okay. she she's debuting the fact that she's wearing a coat made out of dog fur. Mm. All right, that one I it was on the nose but I liked it. What song do you think is playing? Uh, uh, dog. Think dog. Um who Come let on. the dogs out? I don't know. Uh, it's uh, Iggy Pop and the Stooges. Uh, oh, I want to be your doll. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, it, like, but it, it's badass. It was badass. <laughs> so is this going to be like when, you know, like after Joker, you guys kept comparing this to Joker. Like people would just be like, you know, a lot of, you know, like cringy younger guys would be like, oh, I'm, I'm the Joker, baby, and stuff like that. And like really <laughs> – I don't think it. Really? I don't think it has the same failings that Joker has. Okay. Um, and I don't think I, I think it does a good job of like 
not making her seem too cool at any point. But they also have the smile song, the Judy Garland smile song that's also oh, in the yeah. trailer. Is yeah. in I was, can I be honest and say that the only part that upset me about the soundtrack is that I waited the entire movie assuming that Atomic Dog was going to play at some point, and it never did. <laughs> that would have been great. Well, going to be the annoying thing because, like, now that Disney owns everything, yep. one of the issues is going to be they have there's no reason for them to be like, well, we can't afford that song. Like there's going to be so many movies that are going to be like this coming out of Disney and it's going to be annoying. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, if you go in with bad expectations, which I did, you find some enjoyment. Yeah. Totally enjoyed it. I think she's good. Yeah. She's uh, very good. Completely fine. And Jasper Forrest are very good. I I totally, yes. That, that whole trio is, it was really great together. And again, the dog fantastic oh and emma thompson's having a field day too like the when the when the two women spar it's 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 a much better movie yeah they're yep. playing off each other yep. i think they tried to just build up too much scaffolding and they could have just yeah. let the movie be a little more simple but it's totally fine yeah yeah all right that is it for Cruella. So let's move on to In the Heights. Uh, so, uh, the other day, uh, Alex and Russ, when I left the bar and was walking to the train, I walked past Jimmy Smith's. Really? 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 Yeah, it looked like he was at some event, like like family thing, like maybe a wedding or some sort of party because he was wearing a very nice suit and hanging around a bunch of pe- other people dressed up very nicely handsome man in person were you like i loved you I in bet. star wars i was about to say did you hand him uh I, a baby I, I, I take care of, 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 of one of my two twins <laughs> <laughs> um or say that you know not one of the worst seasons of, De- of the seasons of dexter jimmy <laughs> there you go yep Probably. I never saw Dexter. Tell me about In the Heights. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. It's it, it's very Th- long. That's shocking. I feel like you're kind of the resident musical person. I am kind of that guy, aren't I? It's, it's, um, again, I watched Rush Hour. I watched <laughs> Face Off. Uh, I watched who, National did, Treasure. Did anyone else see this in theaters, or did you guys do it on HBO Max? I actually HBO. want to see it in theaters, which is why I haven't. Yet. I, I, I peeped it at home because I was lazy. Yes. This, this, um, before we get into the movie, this seems to be the like first huge box office disappointment yeah. that yeah. is completely attributed to the fact that they put it up on HBO. This movie made yes. like twelve million dollars, and this is after like Quiet Place Two has been raking it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. And and this this was one that like I had all the plans in the world going into the weekend. I even talked to somebody at work. I'm like, yeah, it's only gonna go see that. It looks like uh, it can be like a fun expo experience. And then I looked and saw it was over two hours. Yeah. And I oh. was pretty busy all weekend. So I was like, there's no fucking way I'm, watch- I'm watching that at home. Yeah. And it, I thought it was completely fine. It's yeah. fine, but I felt that. I felt that two and a half hours, though. Well, that's yeah, the thing like, home. It, it should have been an intermission. Yeah. Well, you, that's the problem with like plays like this. Like, you can't restructure it to make the pacing work without a break in the middle. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. like those beginning second act songs or the end of a first act song that feel like the beginning of something new or the end of something really big are really weird when it just keeps going. 
like when the power went out yeah that is a break like that like the, uh, somewhere around there i was like i need a breather right now or i'm gonna stop caring about what happens <laughs> and that's the problem with a musical that runs this long is like we're not we're just not built we're not built for that shit <laughs> in my, the, for lack of a better expression it, it, and i'll be honest but kind of my thing about lin-manuel miranda musicals too is like i don't and i think this one much more than hamilton mm-hmm. i didn't find any of the songs really stood out no this doesn't have like a real banger like i anything i hung is is our it's from the trailer and that's not a great sign the music is good yeah but there's no like a level song that's gonna like get stuck in my head okay the, the biggest thing like our, oh sorry can you no i was gonna say like and when you i mean i don't know who's if you count it as a movie what i think that on Bo Burnham's Inside, which came out like two weeks ago, half that shit is still stuck into my brain. Yeah, but absolutely, this isn't. So, yeah, my my biggest issue with uh, putting any musical on screen, especially uh, right now, is that I think trailers for musicals, especially this trailer, was so good. Yes, I yeah. it, mm-hmm. it, there is an energy level and an excitement level that they can build in a trailer that ruins the movie experience for me because real like actual stage musicals aren't built like that it's not going to start off with that energy that i was that i'm picturing in my head and feeling from watching the market Mm -hmm. so when it doesn't hit that i'm immediately like oh this isn't going to this isn't going to be like a transformative experience or anything i'm not i'm not really going to feel transported anywhere but it's going to be. It's just going to be fine. And kept I'm all kept expecting you to say this isn't. It's not going to be a Transformers movie. But you did. Yeah, I, I wish. It's just like I'm already really? having a worse time than I thought I was going to. And it's and, and that's something that happens to me like in the first three minutes. Yeah. For this movie, which is completely <laughs> my problem that I don't know the. the yeah, and I, and, and I, you know, it's the same thing. Like, like when I was watching this, I was like, this is technically good and there are fun set pieces and everything like that but i just i i didn't find myself fully invested like i definitely looked at my phone a number of times look at it it's um, like two and a half hours like yeah. oh i think yeah. russ i think we might have lost russ but um i it, think uh cory hawkins was very good though who was who he um that he was benny oh okay was, yeah, yeah uh uh, Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he was very good. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like... charm- Everyone's charming. This like the, the the supporting cast is good. Stephanie Beatrice is there. That's fun. Like yeah. the only... he's really good. I yeah. do love Melissa Barrera who plays Vanessa. But no, I. But she she it's one of those weird like musical things, especially when you put on film. Like if a regular line is sung, it's going to come off super cheesy. And I think she had the most of those. Especially like after the nightclub when she's like, "You didn't dance with me all night, or you abandoned me." Like because she has to sing yeah. those, they're just dumb, corny lines that and, look like. And I think I her vo- her voice is very high too when yeah. she sings like those things. It's it's I don't know. She yeah. annoyed me. I was like, just go yeah. downtown. Or... But Leslie, <laughs> Leslie Grace, who's Nina, I really enjoyed. I but my I think one of the weird things for me, I liked Benny and Nina's story better than uh, Uznavi and Vanessa's. Hmm. It's a bit. I don't yeah. like. It felt like that was the A 
that was the A story romance, and it got B story treatment. Yeah, that's interesting. Which I thought was odd because I didn't give a shit about Uznavi and Vanessa. No. Oh, what did you guys think about the um, very exciting two second surprise cameo? Uh, oh, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? I, I think reprising his role from uh, Bringing Out the Dead. <laughs> I was like, okay, man. He's good. He's good at like he played a like drunk kind of haunted dad very well. Yeah. So I, I gotta ask. I actually don't because I don't know much about the musical beforehand. Like, how long ago was it a thing? I feel like it's a while, that right? Like, it's like, like the ten... early. That was the early aughts, right? Yeah. Or the aughts. Yeah. Um... yeah. It it had to have run on Broadway for a couple of years before Hamilton even opened. So it did, yeah. Um, but I, I, I forget how long ago it was. Uh, I never saw, I, I want to say it was like 2008 maybe. Um, but I'm not I, sure. I was going to say that. I think it was like around that era. Oh. It just always reminds me of my favorite line from Knives Out, which is like, I saw Hamilton with the public. That is a great line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, as, as we said, like, I, I I mean it's fu- it's fun in theaters. If if you're into the play more, I think there's no way you're not going to like it. Yeah. So oh, goes yeah. but yeah, the, the length is difficult. If I think this is one of those things that I don't think if you know the play at all, I don't think when everyone tells you that In the Heights is really good, you're really going to care that much. Yeah. Sure. And, and again, I think that this move this the audience for this already loves it, and right. yeah, that's fine. Like, I you don't need to hear that from us. Like you you know you like it, and it's and it's good enough that. You will. Okay. I, 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 now I have to like it, I guess. I don't know. Alex told me <laughs> so. Oh, I mean, it's, when I say it's perfectly fine, I liked it better than Cruella. Okay. Yeah. This is like that, like, two and a half, three star land. Out of five. Okay. Yeah, I, I still really want to see it. Uh, it it's been like, oh, do I go to the theater? So I just watch it on HBO. Man, the two and a half hour runtime is the only thing that's like. It's, I don't think I could have done this in the theater. I, I think yeah. I would have been like, all right, I, I, I'm, I'm losing interest and losing yeah. steam. Make yeah. sure it's a recliner theater. Okay. <laughs> that I'm into that. Totally into that. All right. I only, I only go to recliner theaters now. <laughs> Speaking. Okay. Of going to theaters, I finally went to the theater. Oh my God, Tiggs beat me! Wow, I did. I know. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Old Hermit Tiggs, (laughs) old afraid of the outside world Tiggs, finally going out there to see a Quiet Place Part Two, and then promptly run back inside because of how terrifying it was. Hey, we, we, we all went through it at different times and different speeds. That is accurate. That um, is accurate. Yeah, uh, mine was April of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> no, offense, no offense, we all work, go work in our own way. Yeah, no shame. Um, um, uh, what was it? Oh, sorry, before Quiet Place 2, real quick. I, I love that, um, of what we said before about In the Heights box office, I love that that movie was like the 12th movie I've seen in theaters and it was the it, one of the only ones that had like a we're so happy you decided to come back to theaters pre-roll and also I saw it on the Monday after its opening weekend when it completely tanked so it was extra funny watching that oh. pre-roll <laughs> uh, but yeah Quiet Place 2 
Which Quiet Place did, Two also had that pre-roll. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I got it at a Quiet Place Two. Oh, I didn't. Um. Yeah, I did. Um. I was like, thank you, John Krasinski. You, you know, you or you're welcome. Maybe I don't know, but whatever. I'm yeah, here. he was like, you're seeing it the way it was supposed to be seen. Yeah. 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 I am doing drunk. All right. So, how did Jack Ryan do with the sequel? It's good. It's good. It's not as good as the first one. Uh, I I agree. Um, it feels a little episodic, which I'm assuming it has to be because they're probably going to make at least one or two more of these. Yeah. Yeah. They they really split the narrative. There was like definitely three different things going on towards the end, and it's a little strained at times. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, works in the sense like it, it does very I think it does a very good job of like really boosting the kids up to be like, yes, even prepared for this to be the, the a franchise for these two siblings at some yeah. point. Yes, I think it does a great job. Of that. I think it does a great job. I, as far as like not to spoil anything, I don't want to spoil anything but the ending. But the 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 confidence that it has to just like be like, we're not going to give an epilogue. This yeah. story just ended. Yeah, so, same thing. Yep. yep, exactly. And they do it again, and I think they nail it. Yeah, because the, the best thing about like both of them is like, okay, the next thing that's going to happen is they have a journey ahead of them. Is the next movie <laughs> like that's it's yeah. that's how this one starts. Um, what well, uh, I I thought the the opening, I think it, you had to go back and do something. Like I liked that. I liked that a lot. Yeah, I thought it was a little too long. And it was just I, of where this movie doesn't work as well as the first one. It's like because the opening of the first movie, I don't think you needed to know a single thing about Quiet Place. You could have gone into that movie completely blind and learned everything you needed to know about that movie's universe, yeah. and, and then been locked well, in. The I, gate. I think you wanted to, you wanted to get some John Krasinski screen time. Exactly. I, it, exactly. But it almost felt like I I, I thought it went long, pretty long as well. I thought it was running long because we were maybe going to have to come back to it and have, like, interspersed scenes of the beginning cut back to the present time. And then I was like, oh, wait, that never... That was too long if it was yeah. just going to be that. Yeah. Well, because it certainly felt like they were hinting at a larger relationship in history between um, Cillian Murphy... Kill, Killian? Cillian? Killian. 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 Between Killian Murphy and the family. Yeah. And that's why the same thing. I was like, oh, okay, when are they going to flash back? Mm-hmm. When are we going to learn more about their history? And we just never do. No. Right. And it, it only becomes too long when it's over. Yeah. Like, I didn't find it to be too long in the moment. Yeah. I just I felt it was too long once the movie ended and it didn't matter. And how but, how how is the the new addition to the cast like Killing Murphy? Like, how good. Do you, I, good. I I I I think everyone's and with a movie like this that really tries to ground. Uh, something terrifying in the human experience uh, at a very, very, very uh, granular level. I think it does a good job of making people do things that mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah. For, for the, either it, within the world or within that character. There's only like one or two times where I'm like, that was, that was But it's a stupid move that makes sense. Like, I feel like nobody is an idiot. Nobody acts outside their character. In this yeah. Movie, you think uh, Scoop McNary spinoff? So, okay, so that's that's the sequence, the only one that really soured the whole movie for me. 
that definitely made me be like, I know this is definitely not as good as the first one. Because I just – this is a franchise that does so much word, war, uh, world building and, as Russ said, so much good character stuff. And the Scoot McNary sequence, which is very quick – I forgot about it. I totally yeah, forgot about it. it yeah. It's very forgettable because it's one of those things that, okay, I've seen other kind of apocalyptic things like this, and a group like this makes sense to me. But you don't set it up as well or make it make that much sense well, the- to me. And that's something that I think, as I said, this movie, the, the, this franchise sets up so much in so short of time with a lot of the things that they choose. Well, I, I almost, it felt like that was paying off a line in a trailer. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, the people that are left like, yeah. aren't worth saving. So I think they needed to give us some people who aren't worth saving. I was like, I don't know if this is the way yeah. that it would look like in this world. Because here's a quick spoiler, Alex, if you want to close your ears for a second. Sure. And anyone at home, this will be very quick. My biggest problem with that is that we see them spring that trap. Yep. And they all get killed in like eight seconds. So it doesn't yeah. feel like they've ever – they had a good plan. How did they get to this point if they were defeated by by literally someone making noise? The one thing you're not supposed to do in this world. That's as, that's as quick as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and and the, it's just sort of like they happen upon it uh, is also very weird. Like, there's no, there's nothing interesting to them really. That that's the possible. That that's I guess yeah. the the biggest downfall of it. Um, uh, it it's and, not like the uh, bikers or something in um in Dawn of the Dead, right? Where yeah. where you you ha- there's something else to it. It's yeah, it's weird. I, I who knows, but um. If anything, maybe that's used a bit more to ramp up some tension for the the place that they're going. But I don't think it pays off in any sort of way. I know. I do like the. I do like that sequence though of like like how it ends. I was just like that was great. I I got I got chills. The whole thing. It was the like oh well you uh, in the beginning you know John Krasinski teaches uh, teaches him how to say something very specific in sign language. And now it's coming back. Um, yeah, that was cute. Yeah, yeah, I was okay with all of it. Yeah, uh, good. I, I, I might have had too high of expectations because I really loved the first one. I mean, the first one was, was my number one. one. Yeah, I, I think this this was it. Kind of fell right in line with my expectations. Really, it was. I think it might be one of the more fun. It was nice to be in a theater that had. That were all kind of spooked. It was nice to have that kind of communal experience again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I like I this movie kind of holds a special place for me because it's like the first movie I've seen where there were a good amount of people in the theater and we were all on the same page. We all walked out thinking that was good, not oh that was a stupid thing that yeah. was just for me. So I appreciated that this movie made me feel like oh I can go to the movies like a normal human being again. Granted, I've been doing it. But this one made me feel like, okay, we're good. We're good here. Everything, we're all back to normal. It's mine, totally fun. Mine was relatively empty. I, I think there's maybe like a like a dozen people in the theater. Um, still. Loved it. Where, where'd you go, Regal? I would, no, AMC. Um, just just Wait, up which? Uh, the, what's it called? Oh, man. 
Lincoln Center? No, no. no, it's another one on the on the upper on like 87th uh, and Third Ave. Oh, the one on like 82nd and Second or something yeah, like that. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. And it, it was weird, like going in there for the first time. It was it was like just me. When I walked in there, I was like, "Where is everybody?" There's no one online getting popcorn. I was like, "This is a quiet place." Um, <laughs> and then I went and saw a quiet place. Too. <laughs> um, Alex, yeah, Alex, you got to see it. It's great. I, um, I, I really want to see it. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, you know, I gotta get, I gotta get back out there. Gotta, gotta. It's gotta, very much a theater experience movie. Yeah. Too. yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, you know, I gotta get ready before Snake Eyes comes out. Like this is how I gotta <laughs> build up that confidence. That trailer uh, that movie is gonna fucking bomb. Mm. I'm fine with it. I think it looks like it could be fun. I think it looks I very just fun. Don't know is, it, is it actually in the GI Joe Channing Tatum universe? Nah, they're rebooting it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Because uh, remember, uh, Snake Eyes has been a white guy. Yep. For all of the original movies, and now it's Henry Golden. Oh, I, I did not know that. Okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was with Ray Park before. Yeah. And they show even scenes of him as a kid as like a little redheaded. Like, so, a lot of, lot of retconning going on there. I mean, it might still be the same universe. Uh, no, I, I don't think anyone really is that beholden to. The Iron Man knockoff G.I. Joe and then that complete reboot uh, where they kill Channing Tatum in three seconds. Oh, uh, about that. And then the re-reboot origin story. Like, no one gives a shit. No. You just do whatever. I don't know why they're making it. I really don't know why they're making it, but I will see it. I, I totally see it. I, but like, it's not like G.I. Joe is like a brand recognition for kids. It's got to be for people our no. age. Kids don't play with G.I. Joe's. No. Yeah. It's not even like there's a G.I. Joe video game out there that they would know. It's just oh, like, yeah. nope. there's like no dumb. Fortnite like, crossover with G.I. Joe. Like, How the <laughs> hell have they made a G.I. Joe like squad-based, uh, some kind of squad-based G.I. Joe game? There was They're a dual games. joystick shooter like 10 years ago that was supposed to be terrible, and that was it, right? That's insane, yeah. Yeah, but there should have been some kind of Battlefield-style be. squad-based multiplayer. Uh, Did we just... it. Yeah, it's like Star Wars it. Battlegrounds. Like you, sometimes you get to be, you know, like one of the the legends. <laughs> You're Zema or the whatever the other guy. Good exactly. Yes, <laughs> yeah, sure. The Baroness. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before yeah, we get to the one that we all saw, Pete, do you want to tell us about Infinite? Yeah, Infinite is the uh, Paramount Plus quote unquote exclusive. I have no idea of... what this is. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it's Mark Wahlberg. It's directed by... Uh, Antoine Fuqua, right? It's, pre- it's kind of like the old guard, um, except that there are these certain people that they can recall all of their past lives, and it kind of, you know, it makes them, like, smart and good fighters and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg can't really remember his, even though he's one of them and one of the most important ones, apparently. And he has, ex- but like the weird thing, like he has extra powers, which is really stupid. Um, so it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense there. It's not good uh, whatsoever because I think Mark. It's like there are certain types of roles that Mark Wahlberg can't do, and this really was one of them. I think there's a lot of roles he can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Totally I think honest. I think he's good. 
Um, uh, he's. I think he's a much better low status person who's trying to be better. I mean, he's no Donnie Wahlberg, like fighter or um, I Heart Huckabees. Um, Shooter, like a guy with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. actually allow him to be a stupid person who's trying to do something bigger. Ooh, Toby Jones. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor is the bad guy, and he's making a meal out of this film. Um, so he's very fun. Uh, Jason Manzukis is is, is kind of got a great uh, uh, kind of bit in it. Uh, That's fun. Was he a wacky scientist? Uh, yes, kind of. Oh. Uh, I'm shocked. I made sure I took notes because... I was watching it and I was literally like, I'm going to forget this movie in two hours. Um, and I did. Uh, so a couple little notes. So it's one of those movies that, that Mark Wahlberg does a voiceover that it kind of explains the world at the beginning. And then 15 minutes later when he meets someone, they go over the same information again. And it's really annoying. Um, uh, it's hey, Hey, you know, in action movies, women are only allowed to fight other women. So it had a lady fight. Um, so there. this feels like to me it's like on the level of that uh, Vin Diesel uh, bloodshot. Yes, yeah, that's what it looks. That's like. what it sounds. That's what it. Look, I, I watched the trailer for like thirty seconds before I turned it off, and I thought the same thing. I was like, "This just looks like bloodshot too." Okay, yeah. hold on. I, I got to read something here. This is this is from the trivia. The movie made its way into Hollywood through crowdsourcing. The movie is based off the book The Reincarnationist Papers by D. Eric... Uh, I can't pronounce the last name. Eric found it difficult to catch the attention of a literary agent that would sell the book to Hollywood. Eric instead crowdsourced his agent hunt by offering a commission to his readers for anyone that could get his book into Hollywood. And by putting that commission on the first page of his book, Eric empowered an army of readers to get his book onto the big screen. 18 months later, Eric received an email from a Hollywood assistant director that found his book... In a hostel in Nepal in, t- in 2017, Paramount Pictures bought the rights. Um, wow. God, this is, like, I, you know, is there's a lot of effort, like, movie making. There's a lot of effort. And even bad movies, you got to respect, like, hey, you still finished it, and that's really cool. Um, this was too much effort for this one. I just it found in a hostel in Nepal, and that's, you know what? You know, hey. You know, I. You got to dream big. That's the problem. You got to dream big. Um, uh, it's really, <laughs> uh, Dylan O'Brien, uh, who I really like is in the beginning and he plays like Mark Wahlberg's like previous life. And it's kind of a real trick. I'm just like, I can't, it, what if you switched it and Mark Wahlberg died in the first 10 minutes and then the rest of the movie was Dylan O'Brien learning about this. When is Dylan O'Brien gonna get some, like, I feel like that guy hasn't had his, like moment to really become somebody that everybody likes because he's good at pretty much everything he does. He's got well, all he, the tweets. Love and Monsters was on two of our top ten lists. That's a good movie. It's a very yeah. good movie. Yeah, but I, think, I mean, we'll have to appreciate that film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's more of an. But did that movie make him a household name? No. In my household, he's the voice of Bumblebee and Bumblebee. Yeah, just at the be- yeah. at the beginning before he loses his voice. Oh. Like, why isn't he? Why is why isn't he getting any role Tom Holland gets? Yes, I, I totally. Uh, yeah. and, and I think Dylan O'Brien is really like 
he's got this face that I think he plays different ages very well. Like he looks yep. very young and plays younger in Love and Monsters, but he mm-hmm. looks really old in that um, American Assassin. American movie. Assassin. Yep. And, and yeah, he. I think he does a good job of being a twenty-something year old actor who can go in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Where, like, Tom Holland will look like he's playing a four-year-old for, like, the next ten years. Yep. <laughs> which, That's which is fine. Yeah. That's yeah. a neat thing. Oh, and he was in Deepwater Horizon with Mark. So that's oh, there from, it is. There's the connection. There's something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I missed that one. That was that before or after Patriots Day? I believe that was after. That was after Patriots Day. <laughs> yeah. I actually believe before Patriots Day. Was it? Was it? I think so. I'm not. I'm actually stretching right now, so I can't look. All right. But... Oh, what are you stretching? No. Oh boy. All right. We still have another movie to get to. We're on a tangent like we're done, but we're not. Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> um, the final one. The one that we all saw. The Conjuring, colon, The Devil Made Me Do It. First thing about this movie that frustrates me, why are we doing the... Con- why did we go from The Conjuring to The Conjuring 2 to The Conjuring, the devil colon, made. The Devil Made Me Do It? Yeah, why are we doing this ramble bullshit? I, here's either, what I think. You're either one, two, three, three, four, five, or six, or your movie subtitle. I'm, I, I fully expect that it's this subtitle because it uh, came out to HBO Max and, like, there will be a Conjuring 3 that is only in theaters. We're like, oh, no, you didn't get the Conjuring 3 yet. That, that's that's a theater-only experience. It's, I, it, well, that's the weird thing about the movie. I finally watched the first two Conjuring movies, and this one feels like... Oh, finally? You never watched them? I never saw them? No, no I, 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 huh. I've never seen any of them. Oh, they're I, good. They're very, I've yeah. Yeah, I really liked the first one. The second one I thought was pretty good. This one I didn't really like. No, um, I didn't like this at all. Not um, at all. And I watched Annabelle as well. But this movie... Don't watch Annabelle. Watch Annabelle Creation or Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. Oh. I already watched Annabelle. Annabelle Creation is <laughs> uh, very good. Annabelle Creation is so much better. <laughs> Go back in time and don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, that's... The first also, one. The Nun is not great. No, The Nun is not great, but The Nun is great in The Conjuring 2. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Love The Nun. Uh, anyway. So, uh, what I was saying before, like, this movie felt like a pilot to make Conjuring slightly more episodic and almost, like, make it like a police procedural. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it felt like fucking Law and Order, like spooky Law and Order. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why it doesn't have a number. I think they were trying to change how the universe works, but it's weird to do that now when this already, like, the first one spawned a universe immediately. Yep. Yes. Yeah. There's okay. seven hundred movies. Yeah. It's so oh, crazy. That there's way, that many. Uh, uh, Deepwater Horizon came out September 2016. Patriots Day was January 2017. Ooh, oh, right before. They were four months apart. Okay, that's... so they so they waited all of what two and a half three years before they shat out a movie about the Boston bombing. That is hilarious. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, anyway, The Conjuring. Um, it's just it's not so good. Something about this one isn't as cohesive as the other ones, and not to say those other ones are even, like, fully cohesive themselves. They are. But, no, they are. But, for horror movies, they are. Yes, for horror movies, they 100%. But I, I feel like, I was saying to you guys, like, I feel like this one really want like, like they even take the title from uh, something 
that was a part of this real trial, and they use the people's yes. real names, but they also make it so crazy that it's like <laughs> it's hard to imagine like why they didn't just like change the names, change some things around, and not necessarily bring in the realness like, of it. Like this one felt like it, like they were trying to make it based on a true story. Where the last few have been inspired by truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that right. Difference. Yeah. Well, I think it's... And it really throws you. Because, like, this one ends up being kind of. I mean, it becomes. There's a literal, like, superhero fight at the yeah. end. <laughs> I mean, in the first, the first two, like, the Warrens are real. And every yeah. and and that's it, like right, like you you understand that these people like that that, that is where like the inspired goes. It's like these well, two well, people were very interesting. We can put them in stories that are like you know, similar. Um, yeah, the, the Annabelle was a Raggedy Ann doll, right? Like yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's just it's they they seemingly at least in my mind it seemed like they've struggled to figure out what exactly to do with um, Vera Farmiga's like power set and character. Well, they yeah. they almost killed her off in like one of them. Like it seemed very like they were going to. It, it it's been weird. I also don't enjoy all of the weird devil vision or whatever you want to call. Yeah, like, like that. I didn't think any of that really worked. You yeah. didn't need any of it. And also, it's like they're acting like the satanic panic of the eighties was like a good thing in the <laughs> narrative instead of like damaging to a lot of people. Yeah, and is... it's like that that also to me I was like, you know that like you guys kind of did bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but the you know, the connection to that is fun that it's the it's the same cult of the of the the yeah. the, the girl, the killers from Annabelle who break into the house. Mm. Yes. Yep. Which is kind of silly. It's just like I don't I don't it's weird to give them a Moriarty and then immediately kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like with just like and ghost Yeah, the 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 pilot though. The villain. It's like the minute John Noble showed up in this movie, I was like, oh, it's like he that guy signifies too much (laughs) at this point. I'm like, oh, I know exactly where this is going now because John Noble's here. He's a good guy, but I mean, he's not. He made a fucked up. uh, Okay, yeah, he did. Okay. Like it's just every time I see that dude playing a, a, a sciencey religious motherfucker, mm-hmm. I know he's a. Yeah. I know he ain't good. I know <laughs> right. he's not who you want to be allied with. It's very obvious at this point. So I kind of thought this movie was gonna be sort of like Exorcism of Emily Rose style. Oh man, I remember that one. Yeah. Like in the sense that like, like because again, it's one that's about a trial. But like that's what this is about. Like about so I thought it was gonna be like you're trying to piece together like, Oh, was this a, <laughs> was this a real possession or not? Or all these other things like did the, you know, devil, but there's not really any, the, the devil actually make it do. Yeah. Well, so the marketing makes it seem like it was going to be more of a courtroom drama. Yeah. Yes. Instead of, but I think... as you said, the way they, for them solve the mystery is like, they could not say any of it in court. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. Um, I think the the only sequence that really uh, hit for me was the morgue. Yeah, that I was liked. cool. I I didn't I didn't really find any of it either scary or engaging in the sort of horror it was going for, except that that bit. Um, 
Yeah, I I didn't even mind the supernatural uh like investigation stuff. I played the medium earlier this year. It was just like that. Um, I yeah, watched and... the medium recently. The, the show. <laughs> the yeah, exactly. um, like I didn't even mind that stuff, but again, it just didn't feel like it belonged in this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This movie first so conjuring cute. first conjuring proper that I walked out of completely unenthused. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like a good a good based on true story like paranormal supernatural movie like leave you like creeped out and wanting to learn more about it and like right. wanting to like yeah. research the thing and like see other specials and all that stuff on it. Um, but they can't. They cannot. They they set so much up about the trial, and they can't touch that stuff. Yeah. Once they're in it, and that's <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I think if this is what they want for the the future of this um, franchise, that's not going to work. Yeah. No, and it's like when Fast and Furious pivoted at movie five. Mm-hmm. To being more about like heists and like bigger shit, it worked because yeah. that's still entertaining. You're pivoting to something that you can't do and is going yeah. to visibly and visually less appealing. And why are you doing that? Well, that's I... that's why it would be a TV show then, and they can move the TV show further away from the quote unquote true case files of the Warrens. But is that something that like you're gonna lock down a Patrick Wilson and Via Famiglia for? Like, yeah, I don't, it doesn't feel like. Well, maybe nowadays in the streaming era, like a, t- a streaming TV show can get just as big a star as anything else. I just don't think that that's that's like not worth it. Well, I think like, they could mean even introduce like a, a, a weirdo. Like every fucking movie has created a character to spin off into the next. Yeah, this one didn't even do that. I think you could do you. I think you could do a John Noble prequel and do more with him in the cult of the Ram. But uh, okay, well, but I think this could do like the Luther or Sherlock model, or even like how Columbo was all the way back when. Like I would, it doesn't uh, have to be an actual totally series. That. You know, every uh, once in a while you I do like an hour and fifteen minute TV movie, literal monster. You know what? Or, or like a two three episode minute. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, because if they're out of ideas that are super cinematic and fun, that would probably be the easiest way to squeeze all the life out of this franchise. But the reason that you choose to base this on the Warrens is that they have a literal, never a gigantic list of things that you can just pull from, take from, yeah. and make a horror movie out of. Right. That's yeah, but I think, I think they need that. They need that true story marketing more for a movie. And I think you can say based on true stories for a TV show and make it a little bit more fantastical. I mean, if only Purdue was still around, then we would be fine. But I think I think this is the problem right now is we're debating what this should be, and they're also doing the same thing. <laughs> and they're doing that as they're making their movie. Yep. And I think I think that like right now because I go the other way. I, I like I would rather them do what they fucking already did. Or this shit, um, episodically at least. But I think that's that's the problem is they don't know what they really want to do, and I don't want to watch 
shouldn't do until I see a clear vision. Because, like, this guy, this guy's involved in the universe. He made the curse of La, La, La Llorona, which, it, which oh. they don't say is conjuring, but it is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. So, I don't know. I, I think they need to figure some shit out real quick. But, th- I mean, these movies make a ton of money, so yeah. I think they're going to fumble around and turn this into the next paranormal activity or saw before they figure it out. Which is unfortunate, because this is the first horror franchise that made real money. What, what did this do in the box office? Because this was day and date in HBO, right? Yeah. I think it did, it, like, 20-something. Okay. Which, like, for a horror movie... That you can watch at home. It's pretty decent. Yeah. It was, I think it was above Mortal Kombat, but below. Uh, oh, wait. Worldwide gross is 112 million. It's doing well. Yeah. It, it opened to 24 million, which is just yeah. about double in the heights over Right. Again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, se- it's what, the third highest so far? Because there's something I'm completely forgetting. There's uh, Godzilla vs. Kong? There's Kong, that's the highest, and then so maybe it is, maybe it is Conjuring. But that's the thing, like what they're not. HBO fucked this up because Quiet Place Two made forty-seven million dollars opening weekend. Yep, but I think that's that's the thing. They said we want all our money coming through the theater. Yeah, yeah, but and, and also they made that big promise, and I'm sure they were like, ah, yeah, <laughs> I guess we're fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I. I just wish there was like a good, reliable mainstream horror series now. Like, yeah. I don't know what there is. But the, so there's not escape I room. Think, it's coming. I think they, as Russ said, they had the right idea. But the problem, like, what they, I think they did realize, like, we just can't do another exorcism movie every single time. Yeah, I don't, that's fair. I don't, like, yeah. if it, that's why, I, you know, they got it, the exorcism out of the way at the beginning of the movie. Because if we spent another an hour and 40 minutes building up to the exorcism of a child again, sure. I don't think we would have we would be talking about this movie as lost potential. We would be talking about it as, oh, this series is dead. Yeah. Well, that, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And then we'd have to exercise it because it would um, possess a child. We accidentally invited the Conjuring universe into our homes. Oh, yeah. God, no. No. Everyone did if you have HBO Max. Um Anyone have anything left to say about The Conjuring? The Devil Made Me Do It. I, no. I, I keep there. Yeah, yeah, keep doing spin off stuff, but like, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's the weakest of I, the weakest of all of the Conjuring movies, including the spin offs, probably. No, I, the first Annabelle is much worse. You think? Yes, the first Annabelle is also. Has some pr- has a pretty dumb, gross ending. That ending is racist. Oh, I forgot about that ending. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Touche. Well, well played, Alex. Well played. Yeah, I gotta watch the rest of them now. So. Yeah, watch watch the second Annabelle. Um, well, wait, which one is the one that's got the their kids? Uh, Annabelle comes home. Annabelle. Okay, yeah. That I, you know what? Like, I'm sure. That one's actually that one's good. I remember that. that, that yeah. <laughs> oh, the the actual the actual joke about getting the lawyer to plead possession was funny though. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, besides Peter Rabbit too, 
Um, we are just patiently waiting for Fast Nine, boys. Yep. Oh, yep. man. Finally We're here. so close. These reviews are mixed. <laughs> are they? I, I don't want to look at anything. Whatever. I'm not even reading them. I'm, I'm the, going to uh, see the movie. I'm going to like the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the date the embargo went out, um, went up, uh, it was all like crazy glowing, like this movie's insane and it's great. Uh, and then a week later, I imagine uh, other people were allowed to say their their opinions and much less favorable. That's that's the, what happens what? with every movie. Like, yeah, people liked Fast Five and they liked Seven. By and large, people don't like these movies who are critics. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I I mean, Fate of the Furious wasn't you know it didn't rank as high for me um but it seems like they're ratcheting up the crazy so i'm excited for that yeah yep. i don't know fate of the furious might be my like eight of eight wow my... really yeah mm, you're probably not wrong yeah okay and okay. well we should we... I, yeah. don't know. I don't know we'll do a tier list uh when That's... yeah yeah Oh yeah, so yeah, everyone prepare a top, uh, a, 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 a ranking of all nine. All right, uh, yeah. all right. Let's do a ranking of all eight because recency bias is always weird. Oh, uh, good point. No, that's fair. That's fair. And we're not counting uh, Sean I Hobbs. Say we're, right. we're totally counting Sean uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh, sure. then so the nine movies, mm-hmm. nine movies, and then where we think, and then we can give a range where we think nine would fall because I, like it, I yeah. think it'll move up or down. The yeah. On time. Yep. Cool. Uh, and then yeah, we'll, we're talking about uh, what's what's God. I saw it yesterday. I can't remember. Hitman's the name. bodyguard's wife. Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Never. <gasps> yep. I, you know what? Yep. I don't want to see sure. it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After the breakout, the breakout role for Salma Hayek, they decided to make it instead about Ryan Reynolds' wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, so, so, sorry. Is, is uh, Black Widow the week after? Is that that soon? That's Fourth of July weekend, I think. Yeah, that is the weekend after. I guess. Yeah. I, you know, I think too. I think if a movie comes out before the Fourth of July, it can share the next weekend with a different one. I think that's perfectly fine. Cool. Yeah, Black Widow is also coming to Disney Plus. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It's going to be All a right. Well, movies are back. Movies America. are back, everybody. Movies are back and will be back at some point. You know, after we see Fast 9. You can find us on the web until then at moviepodcast.com. You can find Russ on all the social medias as Russ Incredible. You can find Peter on Letterboxd as P- Peter Petey. You can find me on Letterboxd and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. Alex, he's around. Thank you all for being here with me, and thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time on our Fast and Furious 9 podcast of the movie, Movie Podcast.